What's up? Drink you're partaking of there, Skaz? It's Iron Brew, now with added sugar. Now with added sugar? Yeah, so it's... You know how they, they kind of went balls deep on the we're not going to put sugar in Iron Brew anymore, it's just going to be aspartame? Yeah. Um, well, I guess their sales must have taken a bit of a hit, and people were like, why have you released sugar-free Iron Brew when you already have sugar-free Iron Brew that no one buys? And they were like, oh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, fair point there. And then they released Iron Brew Classic, which had buckets of sugar in it. And people bought that, a lot of that. It was like a quid plus a bottle, and people were buying it by the crate. Remember, they must have gone, hmm, that's uh, that sugar stuff. People, uh, people seem to like that. Um, I think, maybe, just, a, just you know, spitballing here, lads. Uh Maybe we should uh, maybe we should put some of that sugar in our in our big drink, you know, lime brew. Should put the the regular one. We should put some sugar in there. That might work. People might buy it. Crazy idea, right? Yeah. I was. And guess what? <laughs> people buy. It. People start buying it. <laughs> I um I've read a st- I was reading a um um a couple of websites bound um uh, diabetes websites for various reasons. You know why? Um, mm-hmm. And I was reading about um, sweeteners, and they were saying that in their research, they find people who have sweetened drinks rather than sugary drinks tend to be just, they tend to make no sort of difference, switching to one from sugar to sweetener makes absolutely zero difference. Because mm-hmm. all they think happens is, is people crave the sugar, so they just go get it elsewhere. Yeah, sure. So they're not getting well, the That drink. makes sense. Yeah. So they just drink, they just eat something else instead. So. Switching from a, a sugar to a non-sugar version makes subtle difference. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a bit of a. I mean, lot of, it doesn't. It doesn't. It makes sense when you think of it that way. But well, yeah, because you drink a sugary drink for a pick-me-up. Mm. You know, the taste is an added benefit. But like, so it's like when LucasAid, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, we're going to cut back on this because so, it's just like it's, there's way too many calories in it. Yeah, that's why people drank it for an energy boost. That's like when you look at fucking Red Bull. Oh, yeah, we've got caffeine-free and sugar-free Red Bull. Why? Hmm. No one's drinking that stuff for the taste. It's like alcohol-free beer. Why? What's the point? <laughs> it's like caffeine-free coffee. No fucking thank you. <laughs> Dirt yeah. water at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Christ. I'll just go to my garden and get a spoonful of mud and put it in my cup. <sighs> yeah. Market. Marketing, mate. Marketing. But yeah, this still has. Don't get me wrong. I think this still has aspartame in it. You can. St- it's still got that aftertaste, but it's yeah. not as vile as it was before. <laughs> no, no. So I'm like, oh, sugar, I missed you. <laughs> so you, I, you did you manage to stretch your Iron Brew supply until the new version came out? I say the new version until the. Re- no, I've I've still got like 15 bottles of the actual regular stuff <laughs> in the garage. <laughs> yeah, it's aging now like a fine wine. It is. So in you know, in twenty fifty, if I'm still alive, I can celebrate the end of the world by cracking open a bottle of proper rhyme. Twenty fifty, that's I think you're bright you're you you got a good sense of that we're gonna make it to twenty fifty. <laughs> well maybe twenty thirty. I'll crack a bottle I, of I'm, I'm not convinced we'll make it to the end of next year at this rate. 
Oh, mate, I'm, don't I'm, say that. I'm surprised because I'm. Su- I mean, to be fair, I said I was about to say I'm surprised you got to end in 2021, but we've still got like three weeks left. So anything can happen. Fair point. I'm starting to panic myself. I'm like, oh god, I'm in karma debt until 2024. Don't start this, mate. Uh, oh, Christ. Yeah. Good day, Madam Suffolk Graham. Skazius. Welcome to episode 180 of the Brand Nerds Podcast, our penultimate I'm podcast sure. of the year. Yay! Yay! Podcast. So, podcast, <laughs> yes. So we hope you're all feeling very festive. I know Skaz is. Mm, fucking Christmas. <laughs> Bloody Christmas, I hate it. Now without its sugar. <laughs> now without its sugar, yeah. Bloody Christmas, you know. We've got a tree. What more do you want from me? Is it a Christmas tree, though? It's a real one. It's a real one? Yeah. Excellent. It's a, it's a real tree that uh, falls apart in your house. Fantastic. <laughs> It goes brown and shit. All I say is, good on you, mate, for having a real tree. What What did you get? It's just green, brown. Right. Is it Is it prickly? Just like really prickly pines, or more like the sort of fatter pines? Mate, I haven't gone over to it and fucking hugged it. I've just bought it from a shop and did gone. You, did you carry? A tree. Did you did, did you did you bring it in? Mate, I don't feel the damn thing. Just, like, drag it into my house, stick it there, yeah, you have, tree. You have to touch it at some point. No, I don't. Decoration <laughs> is for the children. Yes, but you have to, at some point, your arms will brush against the needles. Nah, mate, nah. When I, well, when you I know, had when on... I was, like, CDC sort of high, high, high hazmat suits that, like, cold case you Cold plastic. store jacket, mate. I cold th- store <laughs> jacket. You feel no, nothing I think that. you're one of those old school deep sea diving suits is what you were working in. <laughs> <laughs> you have a massive bell fucking helmet and... Uh, yes I don't want to get needle rash that's a bit extreme Skaz just keep pumping the air <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wear when I'm going outside so I can deal with the anti-vaxxers yeah it is yeah uh, so what the fuck is that oh, I can't be dealing with that shitty fucking that paper suit you guys wear that's bollocks I'm going hardcore <laughs> uh, it's not real uh, oh, I was hoping to identify which type of tree you had but I can't because you weren't you, you don't it's know. green yeah, it's probably, an, is it, is it, okay, so you ain't just, is it sort of like quite fat at the bottom, or is it like sort of quite tapered? Pointy. Pointy, so quite, so it's quite Big. thin, for its, for its height it's quite thin. It's about fucking two foot nothing, oh no, it's a tree. It just, it lives in my house, or it will live in my house for some time, and then it'll not be a tree anymore. It'll turn into a twig, how and much, then... So, so how tall is it? I don't know, like two, three feet. How much did you spend like on it? I fucking know. You bought it, you said you got it. I don't pay attention to this stuff. It's Christmas, I don't give a damn about that. Is it? Is it a cut one, or is it a posset one? Is it a cut? Cut. Chop. I so reckon... I tell you I'm, that. I'm going to guess you've got a Norway... Marvellous. I want to guess, but I without without seeing, I can't be one percent sure. But I want to guess it's a Norway. See, I'm aiding in the destruction of the planet by buying a real tree. Nothing wrong. That's right. There we grown. I, 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 I'm going to the, I'm going to the tree farm tomorrow to pick my tree. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to fucking burn it too. <laughs> Thanks. Do you know they explode when you burn them? Oh, brilliant! Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> if you chuck them onto a, they, if you chuck it, you have to keep them very, keep plenty of water. So it's like full of lots of water in it. 
so it keeps supper doesn't destroy the sap up. But yeah, if you have a fire, chuck the tree on the fire, they explode. Mate, that's a stick grenade. Ooh. I love it. I'm in. Yeah. You, you, you know, that's the one thing that's now made him feel happy about having a real Christmas tree. I love Christmas now. <laughs> yeah. I can blow shit up. <laughs> I've got, I've got Who ex- Christmas was so fucking dangerous? Got, I love it. I've got explosives in my house now. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Don't uh, tell my wife. <laughs> She'll take it away from me. Oh, dear. I love Ram, what do you mean Christmas trees are explosive? Now you've got him all excited. <laughs> <laughs> He keeps sitting there with, with his lighter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Going, Am I going to set you on fire? Am scared. I going to set you on fire? You just wave it in its face, don't you? <laughs> Is it today? Is it today? Come on, you bastard. <laughs> Try it. me. Now, we all know you have to wait till Christmas Day itself. It's the traditional day to set your I tree on fire. I have to wait till Christmas Day itself to burn my house down. Yes. Fantastic. I'm yeah. in. Yeah. You sit round there. The greatest there. gift of all. Disappointment. <laughs> you sit around there having your um, lovely turkey and your lovely pork from your special hamper, and then magic you, hamper, magic the magic hamper, the meat, the magic meat man hamper. So uh, again, so I'm, I'm eating animals and killing trees. Yeah. I am the devil. To be fair, vegetarians kill trees as well. Bloody vegetarians! <laughs> can't trust them. <laughs> I mean, I mean, poor those poor innocent trees. I mean, at least they can't run away. They can't escape. They're just stuck there. They see their doom coming towards them. They can't do anything about it. Those bastards! Complete bastards! Absolute bastards! Eating that poor defensive tree or broccoli or cauliflower. What Kale. utter utter bastards! You're robbing bastards. the rabbits of their food. You, you yeah. pricks! Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, what about the slugs? Think of the slugs. Won't somebody Bastards. please think of the slugs? See, see, see. Think of the nature that you're robbing, you bastards. Yeah. The best thing you can do if you're vegetarian is to kill yourself. Yep, that's about right. Reduce your carbon footprint. <laughs> Reduce. Ram, you can't tell people to do that. It's it, honestly, it solves so many problems. See, I've been saying that to people for ages, and people think I'm clinically insane, but, you know. I've done the maths. It'll help. You know what? So many things will be sustainable if we just, you know... Didn't exist. Well, yeah. If, if, we, if, we, if we knock about, oh, I don't know. Well, my maths is a bit flaky here. But I think the world was at the tipping point around 1985. What, when you were born? Yeah, pretty much. Because I've always said the world went downhill from the year I was born, right? I wonder why. The, the maths proves it. Uh, what was that book I was reading? It basically said that uh, to be able to do everything organically, naturally, um, sustainable, uh, to keep everything sustainable, so the, the sustainable population of the planet would be around four and a half billion. Yeah, and that's, about, pu- that's pushing I would, it. I would say it sounds a bit high to me. I would just put it about two to three billion. Sure, right? But that was the population of the planet when we were born. Mm. So if we just kind of, you know... you know, Once again, just... Thanos was right. <laughs> there's a whole subreddit on Reddit, there's a whole subreddit on Reddit called Thanos was right. Was right. That sounds beautiful. Yeah. I might, have to, I might actually have to read it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I read it, I'm afraid. Yeah, so I, I, you know, I there's, had, you know there's, there is a there is a Ran Nerd Reddit on Reddit. 
See, I had a Reddit. I had a Reddit account, and then I got unreddited. And then no Reddit for me. There you go. Right, Scats, what games have you been playing? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry about that. I forget we're a, we're a, we're we're a, a podcast, podcast that talks about... <laughs> Well, we're technically we're a we're a politically correct podcast. We're a we're a Very. we're a we're a political gaming. We're an opinion podcast. Let's be fair. Mm. Um, games I've been playing, I forget. No, I don't. I just finished one today. Um, have you heard of the clusterfuck nightmare game that is Marvel's Avengers? I've heard of the game. Only in passing. I know. I didn't know that there was a clusterfuck around it. Right. So it's it's a um, PC, PlayStation Four, Xbox One. That's not the one that was made by the people who made City of Heroes, is it? I don't know. I don't know. You might have to look that one up. I I'll have no bloody idea. You talk about. I'll look that up. But um, basically, it is. If anyone has heard me talk about Destiny, it's Destiny, but with um, Marvel characters in it. And I don't actually know why people don't like it. I don't understand. Maybe the game ran like ass when it first came out. But on next-gen consoles, current-gen consoles, so PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series, game plays fine. Um, on my, I wouldn't say gutless laptop. Um, but on my, my gaming laptop, it plays a, a, a reasonable 60, um, with occasional dips. Uh, but, you know, it's, 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 it's playable. Um, it's, it's Destiny with Marvel characters. I, I don't, I didn't understand. I can't, I can't understand what the complaints were. I don't know if maybe there was like a DLC issue with it or, or if it was like uber buggy or whatever. But for me, I think the game came out in like 2019. So, but you know, playing it in 2021, the game's fucking fine. Um, so the the story is there's a main campaign and then there's a bunch of sub campaigns. But the main single player campaign that takes place in the Destiny style uh, overworld map thing is uh, you you play as all of the Avengers, which makes this kind of awkward to chatter about. But um, you start off as Kamala Khan. Um, she is a super hardcore Avengers and comic book fan. And she has been invited to Avengers Day, uh, which is a big event being held at one of the Avengers headquarters where the Avengers are going to um, unveil a an amazing new... Uh, renewable clean energy and uh, it's, it's it's experimental but they're gonna push out that so look this is what we're doing this is what it can this is what it can do fucking fantastic now the, the kamala has there's a bunch of people going to a day um avengers day Everyone can go, blah 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 but she has VIP stuff because she's written a fan fiction, a comic book and there's a bunch of other kids that are going, and the idea is that the VIPs, the kids who have been chosen, can go and you know they can go on the big balcony and get the best view, and you know mm. they get to mingle with the Avengers and all that kind of stuff. And it, the game opens up, 
Um, Kamala and her dad get to a day. They're walking around. Kamala starts doing all little events and stuff, uh, you know, shooting galleries, playing arcade games, um, chatting to other kids about comics. And she bumps into the other Avengers. She, she bumps into um, Thor, who kind of pops into like the Tony Stark booth and is like, oh, yeah, Tony Stark's just got a bunch of toys. You know, he's not a real hero like me. I'm a god. Kamala exchanges with with Thor. He finds her interesting. Um, all of the Avengers have read all the fan fictions, by the way. That's, that's how they were chosen. They were chosen by the Avengers themselves. Um, Thor recognizes Kamala and uh, and her work. Uh, she then bumps into uh, Captain America and Black Widow, and uh, Captain America recognizes her. Um, says that you know he quite enjoyed the enjoyed the comic. Uh, she sees Bruce Banner, the Incredible Hulk, but uh, you know they don't—they don't get to talk. She overhears that him and his two assistants are kind of worried about the reactor; that the the numbers aren't quite right. It seems a bit flaky, um, but you know, just run over the numbers again just to be sure. And then she decides, fact, we're going to go to—we're going to go up and and see see the see the big announcement. As the announcement starts, Iron Man turns up, starts showing off. Yeah, Terrigen's going to be amazing. Bumps into Kamala. They start. They have a little bit of a chat as he launches off in his in his suit. And as Iron Man hits the stage, a bomb goes off on the Golden Gate Bridge. They're just across from from where A Day's uh, happening. And the Avengers fucking launch off to go and find out what the hell's happening, and all hell breaks loose. Turns out Terrigen is pretty unfucking stable, and the super clean uh, renewable energy they've made, the reactor explodes, and loads of people get fucked up. And they call it it's a it's a catastrophe. All of San Francisco becomes quarantined, and they call it a day. So some people get out of it fine, people die, and other people, um, they gain superpowers. They basically become mutants, and Kamala is one of them. The Avengers get broken apart by because of the you know the government has like a a, a big old hair and saying like you know what the fuck was that? You you had this shit in public view. It wasn't proven to be safe yet. What were you thinking? This is all your fault. I mean, it's not like... That's pretty fair, to be fair. That's pretty fair. (laughs) Yeah, sure. And basically, they they go to the guilt master, Dr. Banner, or Bruce fucking Banner. He's he's guilty about absolutely everything. Definitely a Catholic. Um, (laughs) They say to him, do you think the Avengers are fucking dangerous? And he goes, yeah. And and from that alone, and well, that and San Francisco turning into a wasteland, um, they break up the Avengers. They take all of Tony Stark's equipment. They break up Shield, which is a, 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 a you know, I don't really want to go too much into comic book lore here, but they break up all of the kind of the good guy things, and they give it all to this new company founded by um, Banners. Associates, Can I just uh, his, say, his assistants. I've just googled: Is Bruce Banner a Catholic? And the answer is yes. 
There you go. Fantastic. Fan fucking tastic. <laughs> um, they give they give all of Stark's technology, Shield's technology, all the Avengers technology. It all goes to AIM, which is Banner's assistants. And these people are claiming that they are gathering up Inhumans, the people who. Uh, got poisoned by Terrigen and have mutated and gained superpowers. They're, they're claiming they're going to cure them. So they're basically grabbing them off the streets. Um, you know, uh, a bit like a, a dictator would round up people he doesn't really want. <laughs> um, and they're, they're locking them up and experimenting on them. But that's not the image that they're putting out there. Don't worry, we're curing them, we're curing them, we're treating them for this disease. But no one with... Um, the, the 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 mutations is sick. They don't feel sick. They're not dying of it. But AIM is telling people they are. And Kamala is in hiding of sorts. Like her father has asked her to hide her powers. She's become a polymorph. I mean, she's all stretchy and stuff. Um, oh, really? That's not what I would have thought about polymorph, but... Sure, whatever. Um, I think that's what she called it, but whatever. Um... She's all fucking stretchy, big hands can increase in size and all that kind of stuff. And um, her father has asked her to basically hide it because he doesn't want her to be taken away. People are treating the um, inhumans, as they call them, as as like plague victims. If you touch an inhuman, you're going to get sick and you're going to get taken away. Um, so they're treated like second-class citizens. Kamala is desperately... She's still clinging on to the hope that the Avengers are going to do something. It's no surprise you this know? game was released in 2020, is it, really? Well, they, that's, <laughs> and if, that's fact. Well, no, it wasn't 2020, was it? It was 14th August 2020, according to this. On PC, wasn't it? Well, initial release date, 14th August 2020. Oh, really? Okay, I thought it was, um, I thought it was 2019, but okay. Um, well, fantastic, then. There you go. It, it, it fits. But yeah, they... they People are being really shitty to the Inhumans. Um, Isn't that a Marvel thing in general? Yeah, generally, you know, because it's normally mutants, isn't it? They, they all, pretty much everyone with powers is, is uh, a mutant. Is, is X Men Marvel? Is that DC? Yes, yeah, that's Marvel. Um, you know, the X Men are mutants. Um, Spider Man's a mutant. Um, Deadpool's a mutant. Um, Obviously, all the Inhumans are now mutants. Bruce Banner is technically a mutant. Um, who else? Uh, Captain America, the Super Soldier Serum, technically makes him a mutant. Um, Aren't most superheroes? Yeah, they're mutants. They're, mutants. they're not unless they're aliens. They're all yeah, yeah pretty much. All these technology so, mutants. She's looking for the resistance. She's trying to. She's trying to find Kamala. Is trying to find people who will stand up for the Inhumans. She, she swears the Avengers are still out there. And she, at random, finds a a link to a Stark server. Tony Stark server, right? One of Iron Man's servers. And the idea is, like, can you guess the password? And she's got three attempts to guess the password, to get in and copy the data and fucking leg it. And she gets in, starts to copy the data, and um, the aim catcher 
because AIM have all of, they own all of Stark's technology, so they know she's got in, they know where she is, and she has to fucking run. And from that point on, she's on the run from AIM. She tries to find out where the, she goes to where the last known, uh, uh, resistance cell is supposed to be. And she finds, uh, the Hulk, Bruce Banner. And from that point on, basically, she tries to reassemble the Avengers, fight, aim, save the world. Uh, the game plays very much like Destiny. So you're given a big open world map, uh, or like a, a world map, and you select from the world map uh, missions. And you'll have like cutscenes and little bits that you have to play through, but eventually you will end up back on a world map where you have to choose where in the world you get dropped off. Um, the world map will be broken up into, like, say, four main places. And if you, like, I don't know, New York City, Utah, which is where the, the, uh, rebellion's supposed to be, um, uh, uh, the Badlands or something, and you click on one of the main places, and then that will separate into, say, four or five other missions. And depending on where you pick, they all take place on the same map but you'll be dropped off into a different section of the map to do that particular mission just like in destiny mm. uh, you can have support characters like um, other avengers so you can choose to play as one of the avengers um, or you can have a group of them as supports uh, you can play multiplayer with your friends if you want um which is uh, which is kind of neat. Even I think even in the single player campaign, there's an option to have uh, regular people just come in and, and play with you, um, or you can have uh, the computer computer do it. And it's 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 neat. Instead of running around shooting, you're fucking you know rocking around as Thor, bashing people with a hammer, or you know flying around as Iron Man, um, or playing as Kamala just you know jumping fucking stretching around punching people it's it's neat mechanically it's a, it's a tricky one to explain because you'd have to then explain every single character superheroes but mechanically most of them play somewhat the same you've got a ranged attack a light attack a heavy attack um sprints jumps um blocks and depending on each character like how each character works um they may do different things. Black Widow, she shoots things. She's got guns and grappling hooks. So her range is a set of pistols, whereas Kamala's is stretchy fists. Um, you know, Incredible Hulk just fucking punches things really hard. Iron Man flies around. Um, but control-wise, they all do pretty much the same thing. Like, you know, the jump is going to be the same between the light attacks are going to be the same. Um, ranged attack is going to be the same. One of them might have more range than the other. It's, it's, and then as you level up, because your characters have levels, um, you can you unlock stat points that you can put into various trees to increase or unlock new moves, increase power of moves or unlock new ones. Uh, you pick up gear, just like in Destiny, that you can then equip to your, to your characters, um, dismantle it to make new gear, whatever. It's a fucking awkward one to explain, for folks who haven't played Destiny, but if you have played Destiny, it's it's it's, it's Destiny, Destiny, and um, 
what is that fucking game? Um, the Tom Clancy ones that have come out recently, like that are in New York and that where you, oh, you drop Division. down into them. Uh, yeah, I think I think they play a bit like Division Two. Um, yeah, it's it's basically a, a an MMO shooter of sorts, but with superheroes. Destiny with Marvel characters, and it's actually the story is really. Re- I don't want to go any more into it because the, the the story I think is absolutely brilliant. A, a fan girl of she fangirls out all the time. She loves superheroes. Um, she has unshakable faith in superheroes. Um, she gets to meet her heroes and become an Avenger. You know, she gets to hang out with Tony Stark. She gets to hang out with Black Widow. Um, you know, she gets to to um, save Captain America and befriend, befriend Thor and all stuff that she could never have dreamed would happen had she have not been caught in the A-Day explosions, trying to prove to the world that these Inhumans, they're not dangerous. They're not sick. Um you know, there's there's nothing wrong with having powers. There's nothing wrong with being different. And that's kind of what Marvel has been pushing for years, mm. you know. Um, just because we're different doesn't make us bad. And that's Marvel's group. Like, you know, oh, sexuality, racism, none of that stuff matters because, you know, we treat we treat everyone differently and we mm. probably shouldn't. Um, they just use powers as a as a focal point. Yeah, but well, that's, what the, that's the whole that was the whole story by the X Men, wasn't it? It was more about yeah. Although I Marvel did lose a little bit when they had a there was some court battle where they basically it was oh, come on it's under attacks as it always is, and they actually had to claim that their their people got taxed differently because they were um, like they weren't humans in their comic books. Mm-hmm. So they, they, that's what all the comics books are about. Like, we're all basically the same underneath, even they've got superpowers. They actually went to court to say, oh no, they are actually different. So we don't get taxed the same way. Interesting. Yeah, I'll try and write that down. Sure. But, um, I, I, it's weird. I, I know I'm talking about it, like, I'm talking about it now. I've finished the main campaign, but it's, it is a hard one to explain because it isn't re- it plays like Destiny mechanically. The, the top-down maps, gathering gear, uh, disassembling gear, going to NPCs to buy more gear, um, having submissions on, on the map and all that kind of stuff. Once you get into a mission, there could be other missions for you to do. Um, but then, by the same token, I'm not rocking around with guns and, and, um, and stuff like that. So, if I call it Marvel Destiny, you're just going to have to Take like the fucking story's fantastic though, and you can get the game for between ten and fifteen pounds now. I think for anyone that complains about that game for ten or fifteen pounds, you could easily get ten or fifteen pounds enjoyment out of it. It looks fantastic too. Um, I think it might actually be that the complaints were almost like PlayStation Four players and Xbox One players, kind of like with Cyberpunk. It, it's 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 a game that really should be played on next gen hardware or as now current gen hardware or PC to really get the best out of it to get 
60 frames a second to get the good visuals to because when things start getting hardcore in that game like you could have 10 15 20 enemies on screen at once all special effects going off big explosions and uh, uh you know superpowers lasers going off everywhere um i can imagine lower end hardware would chug hard um uh, on that but uh it's it's I thought it was a really fun game. And I think it'd actually be pretty solid even for someone that isn't a Marvel fan, that isn't an Avengers fan. Mm. Because the game does a pretty good job of explaining who each of the who each of the superheroes are. Um this I thought it was neat. I really fucking enjoyed it. I didn't think I'd enjoy it, but I really, really, really enjoyed it. Awesome. An incredible Hulk is badass. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, so what we were discussing earlier about um, the being born so much out of City of Heroes, I was sort of correct, but not really correct. Okay. So I was getting mixed up with um, the lead developer on um, uh, City of Heroes, or who designed the lead designer of City of Heroes. He's also now currently developer on DC Ultimate Art Universe Online. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. Sure. But he's now started a project to make a Marvel MMORPG. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Um, which was announced seven days ago. So I'm correct, but if you'd asked me last week, I would have been doing wrong. Sure, okay, so. I get you. Uh, developed by Crystal Dynamics, published by Square Enix. Mm. Oh, yeah. there you go, yeah. And I've just looked at that lawsuit, and it's due with toys. Oh, right, okay. Toys that are based on humans are classed as dolls, so they have a 12% import tax, whereas ones that are non-human get a 6.8% import tax. Oh, right, And okay. it looks like it wasn't Marvel, it was that one of the people who manufactured the toys who did the arguing, and oh, okay. they managed to get the ruling passed. They got to bring their stuff with a lower import tariff. Oh, there you go. There you go. So, awesome. That was 2020, September 4th, 2020. There you go. My gods. And released uh, March 18th, 2021 on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series S. There you go. Excellent. With a free upgrade if you'd already bought it on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Oh, very nice. There you go. They seem to do a lot now, don't they? A lot of the games have got free upgrades. Yeah, unless unless you're talking like an Activision game, at which point I think they actually... They, they, mm. <laughs> I thought, yeah. Ah, oh, here we go. I think so. Controversies in, in September 2021, Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix introduced XP boosts, which can only be purchased through real-world money. Um, whoop de do because it's not exactly fucking hard to. Um, it's not exactly hard to level up in the game. Um, what's this? The move drew air from both the community and gaming journalists as the company previously promised that the game would only feature microtransactions for cosmetics and customization items only in 2019 and introduced an update in March 2021 to deliberately change the progression system, which makes leveling up a longer process. I didn't find it to be particularly difficult, to be honest, but hey-ho, that is me. So a large player drop due to the game's problems such as bugs, repetitive gameplay, and lack of content. 
I thought it was fine to be uh, to be completely honest. But oh, is yeah. it? I mean, did you, Kelsey, you you played it. Um, did you play it with more with more stuff out? All like after stuff had been added in. Well, no, I've only I've only played the single player content, so I imagine that was all there when the game launched. There are three more. Um, there are three more things on there, three more like campaign modes, but I haven't played those yet. Um, and I, to be honest with you, I, I was only really interested in the single player campaign. Um, I thought it was fine. Well, there you go. And, and actually, that's the end. That's all it comes down to is it doesn't matter what people think if you enjoy it. Exactly. Um, I, I mean, I don't think I don't think every game needs to be a forty hour epic. No. You know, um, I got. 15 hours out of it that was great it's better to have an enjoyable 15 hours than a 40 hour game with lots of sloggy bits in it yeah I agree Yeah. cool well I've been playing Teardown oh is that the um, is the, 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 the physics based Fox blow everything game. up yep. yeah yep it is really fun. <laughs> How does that run on your machine? Because I've heard even a 30 fucking 80 gets I've, brought to I've heard this. Um, and yes, I can make it chug on my machine, but I'll get to this. So, so Teardown, so it's a voxel-based game. And for those of you who don't know what voxels are, voxel are basically a pixel in 3D. So more pixels, you have an X to Y, you know, left and right. Voxel, as the third dimension, it's 3D. The easiest yeah. way to explain it is Minecraft. Minecraft is all about voxels. Every mm-hmm. block mm-hmm. you destroy is a voxel. So, and voxels are one of those things that sound really cool, but unless it's a Minecraft clone, no one's really done much with it. There aren't that many games that have made great use of them, in my I experience. Thought, um, 3D Dot Game Heroes is uh, voxel, and that was pretty good. I've not I heard thought. of that one. As uh, PlayStation 3 exclusive. Oh, right. Um, I know um, Seven Days to Die makes use of voxels mm-hmm. in the fact that you can build stuff in its adjustable tray, and that works quite well. Um, but Taylor's probably the sort of first game which I feel has done something different with it, basically using the advantage of it. So, first thing is, Teardown's voxels are a lot smaller scale than Minecraft. So, a Minecraft block is meant to be a meter by a meter, which is rough. It's, it's actually, if you stand next to it, it's slightly less than that. But it's basically a metre by metre. I would say Teardown's blocks are like 10 centimetres by 10 centimetres. Sure. So a lot smaller, which means you can get a lot more fine detail on them. It's still, it still looks blocky, but a lot more, a building looks more like a building, whereas a Minecraft building doesn't really, unless you sort of look at it from a distance, doesn't really look like a building. Sure. Um, so it's, it, it's sort of like sort of that sort of stage. But the, the basic premise is, you are a demolition company, and but you are you're quite happy to do a bit of work underhand, and so basically you start getting employed by people to basically commit heists, break into places, steal stuff, and so forth. So your first your first mission is you're basically told to this guy hires you who wants to build a mall. And he said, oh, there's this building that needs to be got out of the way, but it has to be done overnight and has to be done by morning. So you need to go there and destroy it. And your first mission is just to destroy a building. And so you can, like, and you can get, it's got drivable vehicles in it, so you can go there, you can get in drivable vehicles, and you can smash at the building with a crane and 
certain things you can't smash. So there's like um, anything that's made of brick or concrete, you can't smash with your sledgehammer. You can with explosives, yep. but you can't do your sledgehammer. So those you can't break. Um, but anything else you can sort of smash through and bits of, oh, you can't break metal with your sledgehammer. Um, but you gain more tools as time goes on. So you basically smash the building down and then it's revealed that actually that building was listed and you shouldn't have, and you're basically in trouble. But it's okay, the police will let you off if you just do some stuff for them. And basically you end up in the situation where there's three cap, main sort of main characters. There's the police, there's the guy who initially hired you by the building up and then like hit sort of his, not so much rival, but someone he has a rivalry with, even though they're not sort of the same businesses. They just don't like each other very much. And so you're mm-hmm. basically, but then they hire, he hires you as well. So you end up in the situation with these three people hiring you to do jobs. And they all basically come down to heists. You're stealing stuff. You're generally stealing stuff. In most missions involve stealing things. Um, what makes it interesting is obviously the, the fact that pretty much everything is destructible. Um, if you've got the time, you can destroy pretty much anything. You can level buildings. You can break things up. You can just do what you want. As you get through it, you unlock more tools. So you unlock a blowtorch, which you can cut through metal with. Um, you unlock um, explosives. You've got like a rocket launch. So you start off, you basically like a pipe bomb. You can then get like a, a sticky bomb mine, which you can stick onto buildings, which, does, which you can, which will obviously expose a bigger range. You get a rocket launcher later on. And you can upgrade it as well. You get a, it's the one called the plank, where you can, which is you can just spawn a plank wherever you want. And you can like try a height is so you can build build such a plank, which is bloody hard. But sort of your initial missions, you'll go on like so the first mission of each area is the area has will have some degree of alarms, and you have to basically go okay. So objective is okay, still these three things. Um, but for this first mission, if a fire gets out of control, it'll set the alarm off. So fires can be caused by you. Many things stuff on fire with your blowtorch or perhaps explosive sets something on fire. Um, and if it gets too big, an alarm will go off. And later on, though, they'll actually, all the things will be attached to alarm points. And when you break an alarm, you start a 60 second timer for the level to end. So you have all the time in the world to prepare, but once you Steal that first item, you've got 60 seconds. And some levels, you need to steal four or five things, and they'll be dotted mm. all around the map. So you've got to plan a route, prepare and plan a route of how you're going to basically make your way around the whole map to get everything you need done before that 60 second timer runs out. Which can be quite challenging. You can do certain things like there was a level where I'd steal some cars. Well, a couple of cars were on boats. So I was able to find where the boats were tethered, break those by basically destroying the tethers with my pickaxe and getting the boat and drive it right next to where the car was going to be so I could sort of line everything up ready. Mm-hmm. And then when I was ready, save the game, and boom, off I went, quickly race to get the car. And usually you get there with a few seconds to spare. The levels are quite... They get very charging very quickly um, to get everything done in the time frame you have. And there's no... There, there is no way to bypass the alarms. Apparently, on uh, earlier builds on like the cars, you cut the alarm off where it was attached to the car. You could like just cut the metal away and cut the alarm off. And um, probably doesn't work anymore. They fixed that. Um, but there's no way. So you you can't. There's no sort of. I'll say a smart way around. There's no way you can. There's no way to complete level without anyone knowing you're there. You will set the alarm off, 
and apart from the sort of few exceptional certain levels, but in general, you will set the alarm off and you'll have to get it done. So you sure. can spend all your time if you want smashing things up. You can, you know, smash your way, perhaps, perhaps you'll smash a wall, some, perhaps you need to get it safe on top of a building, so you'll smash all the walls down ready so you can park a, a big tipper truck underneath ready to catch it as soon as it comes down so you can drive off. But you need to obviously then clear the rubble away and so forth. So it's probably about 20 to minutes to half an hour of preparation time for that one minute run to get it right. And yeah. it's really fun. You can do other things where you get there's a spray can as well, so you can like sort of spray markings on the ground to show your route and so forth. Um, you can put note right sort of spray mark notes down, so you can do a lot of prepping plan work. And when you finish, what's quite neat is as you're sort of driving away, it will sort of show you the your position when the t- the alarm went off, and it shows you like, this red line over the map of your your route, so you can sort of see where you slowed down. And where you lost time. So also the sort of key thing is to sort of go back and do it quicker. Now, to be honest, that mode, I wasn't so keen. I didn't really enjoy that. I don't, I don't like being, have a ridiculous harsh time thrown at me, but it's the way the game works. Fair enough. But once you've done a mission on those maps, you unlock it in sandbox mode. I was going to say there's a cre- there wasn't no creative. Mode. There is. I think that's how. I think, yeah, sandbox. And sandbox I think is, that's how it started, wasn't it? Uh, quite probably, yeah. And sandbox mode is fantastic fun. You just go into any map you want, and if you die, it doesn't matter. You just respawn, and you and you have all your tools. You have unlimited fuel for your tools. So normally you have like uh, you know if ammunition or like your blowtorch has fuel um, for it. The only thing that is not limited is things like the sledgehammer, obviously. Um, your spray can is unlimited, just so you can do all your markings and stuff. But anything else ha- uses a full source generally. Um, so you can just do destruction. And I just love like going to like building and just like setting it on fire, and just watching as the fire sort of propagates through the building. It's just amazing. It's so brilliant. It's mm. just it's just watching it gradually burn. It takes a while. I mean, big bills will take a long time to burn. They'll take five to ten minutes it, to burn down. You didn't mention at the start, but it's a it's pretty it's a pretty hardcore physics based yeah. voxel yes. game. Yes. It still has some of the Minecraft issues where like, you know, if you have one block, one block can support an entire like country in Minecraft. Mm. This is the same. If your building has like one wall still up, it will stay up. So you have to dismantle all the walls before it will crash down, and then it will crash down. Yeah, I mean you can do any. It's 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 fairly clever. So you can do things like you can cut if you've got a security grid. You can cut with your blowtorch a hole in it, and then you can pull the bit out and throw it away. Uh, but it's not physics in the sense that it can do things like oh, it's going to break here um, at this specific point, and it will do things like, for example, there was a tower I had to I need to get knocked down, a metal like sort of radio tower. So I cut basically on one side, I cut a big segment of the tower out. And the other side, I didn't cut such a big segment out. And in my mind, it was going to tip over because there's nothing to support it. What happens, mm-hmm. it did tip over enough until it was at an angle that it could be supported and it stopped. So oh. in reality, that would have kept going. But because of, it doesn't, it can't quite work out the weight of it and so forth. So it has the issues. But to be honest, computationally that is quite and you've got to make something that's that's quick enough that it can work as a game um you know we're not after you can't have this as someone's commented this you can't have full full-on physics simulation to that detail because it's like the game done way too much 
Um, mm. um, now you said about my PC earlier. Now my PC ran it okay. Most time it was fine. It struggled when there was lots of fire going. I got slow down, mm. or in like um, so. I my favorite thing so far has to been because I've because. So this game came out last, it's an early access. It came out beginning part, end of last year. I think it came out midway through last year. And mm. then, and that was part of the, the initial version was part one, which is about 20 missions. Part two was due out. Part two came out on Thursday. Just gone. Oh, there you go. So literally just released part two. And one of the new unlocks of part two was nitroglycerin. So until this point, all your explosives have been timed or you have no real control of when they go off. A bomb when you throw it will explode a few seconds later. The time mines are timed. Rockets also explode when they hit it. Nitroglycerin won't go off until you shoot it. So I've been going to one of the maps with the villagers. I've been like going to a building, putting nitroglycerin bombs everywhere, all through the roofs and stuff. The sole goal to see if I can make this building disappear in one go. <laughs> and right. so, so yeah, doing all this, taking one step outside, standing on the wall, aiming my pistol and shooting it. The PC goes for a few seconds, what well, works out the physics, and there's like the sort of smoke appears and it's a bit juddery. But then after about, after about sort of five, ten seconds, it figures it out and the building's gone. That is do so you, satisfying. Do you know what frame rates we're running at, though? Uh, I've not put a frame rate count on it. It feels, I said, without, unless I, set, unless I get really mad on the structure, it feels pretty steady, feels pretty fl- fluid. Mm. Um, I don't know. If it, so it must be pushing. It must, if it, it must be getting around about the sixty mark, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel any way judgery. But yeah, when I put a lot of explosives, if a lot of explosives have to go off at once, it basically mm. slows to a crawl. And if there's a lot going on, so there's one mission where you have to destroy a building, and to get top marks, you have to destroy ninety percent of it in two minutes. Okay, and it's a big building. You haven't got, and this is in single player, so you haven't got limited ammunition and what have you. So, but you have, frankly, got tanks and missiles. So I basically threw everything I had at it, with throwing bombs as much bombs as I could. It was all exploding, and it was. You could see the game was struggling to keep up to the point where it, it was it was slowing down, notice very noticeably. Um, I would probably get. I reckon I was getting to the low tens or of even single figure frame rates at that point. Because it was sure. really struggling to cal- to to calculate it. Um, I mean, it did, um, but it, it didn't. It didn't crash. Let me put it that way. It didn't like go. I have no idea what to do. And just completely crash. I was. I. I. I tried. I mean, I've got Minecraft to crash on me. I couldn't get this to that, crash. That's on me. not hard. No, it isn't hard. That's what I mean. It's pretty solid. The copilot. It's pretty darn solid. So I couldn't get it to crash. The game could cope. Um. It's it's so fun. Frankly, the 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 sandbox mode is the funnest part of it. The actual campaign mode, I just play just to get the maps unlocked, really. So I go into sandbox mode. You've also got a challenge mode where you can have challenges in the, uh, in like sort of the sandbox mode, and you can like which is like it's all collect a certain number of many things you can at a certain time and that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, it is so fun. God, I, 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 well, I know it would kill it, but God, it'd be so much fun if there's a multiplayer version of it. Sure. So fun. Oh, 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 one other great thing is it's got a shotgun in it, which you can use to blow open doors. So you can like shoot, like, you know, like they're doing sort of like Rainbow Six, they shoot the door lock. It's yeah. Great you can do that in this. And if you're on the right, correct side of the door, the door fly open as you shoot it as well. 
Beautiful. It's lots of little things. Like, it's just so, it's so fun. It's a real proper fun mess around game. And mm. yeah, I just, I just love seeing things on fire and watching it burn. <laughs> I do. It just, it's, it's just, ram the pyro. <gasps> it, but it's so good. When you set a building on fire and you just stand back and you watch, you watch as it propagates through the building and as if it's like multiple floors, you can just see it gradually eating its way through the whole building. It's so good. It looks really good. I mean, like I say, it's not, it's, it's a Vox base. So everything's blocky. It doesn't, it, it looks good enough though. It doesn't, you can tell what things are. It works. Oh, it's so brilliant. You've got like this little base you have that you go back to between missions and it's a little neat thing. It's like as the game goes on, your ba- your guy starts it's basically his demolition sort of company he owns is like warehouse and his bed's like in the corner upstairs. And as the game goes on, he gradually improves it. So every time we saw reload it's all that every mission each mission, it's gradually gets better and more built up. It's like he upgrades as time goes on, so it gets a bit nice. It's like a car which he's restored, which gets like slightly further along every time. Yeah. Um it's just really cool. Oh, I mean, in the vehicles are all fully, you know, fully destructible. They're, they're, they have like a, I've worked at what they, so what they did was they have like a, a chassis that you can't destroy. And then all the boxes are built on top of the chassis. So you can drive around, you, you get machine gun parts of your vehicle will fly off from a gun or you can cut parts of it away or so forth. That chassis is what counts as the vehicle. And chat, so there was one bit where I had to like sort of like get put some vehicles on water. And the easiest way I found to do it was to basically cut the entire, sh- everything off but the chassis, just pull the chassis into some water. And it went that way. It is, it, <laughs> right. is, it is, it is so much fun. It's an absolute blast. I feel I've put about 10, 11 hours into it so far. It, it, most of that has just been blasting around, just, just setting things on fire <laughs> and blowing things up. Walking, I mean, honestly, it, it, it's so satisfying. Just now they've unlocked, now they've added in the um, nitroglycerin. That's so satisfying to walk into like a two two story building with a roof axis and going around like, well, I'm gonna place it all here and up here and up here. Stand back, bang, and it's just gone. Just the foundation is left on the ground where it was. That's what people used to do in Minecraft. Yeah, back in the early days, just used to you know you you dig into a mountain and fill it with TNT. And then you trigger it, and then just watch as the map disintegrates. Yeah, I did you know, that. I when we had our Minecraft server, you had that Minecraft server. I just there was a, at one point in the history of nuclear bombs, America made an island disappear. They miscolored the strength of the bomb, and they blew up the island, made it disappear. So I decided to recreate that in Minecraft. <laughs> so I found an island and covered it in TNT, and and then it's all set it on fire. And then Roch is the answer to say, but Minecraft being Minecraft, what I actually did was just create this massive hole in the ground, which the water then waterfalled into, because it couldn't figure out to flood it. <laughs> good times. It was good times, but oh yeah, honestly, it's a, a definitely a recommended game. It is so fun. Last thing I was going to get it, but I can't. I can't remember how much it, how much it costs. Uh, it's not horrendous. Let me have a look. I can't remember how much I paid for it. Oh, we paid for I it. I did pay for it. You better not say you got it on Humble <laughs> fucking Bundle. Yeah. Um, it's currently on offer 15 quid. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Until when? 
uh, offerings in 43 hours, weekend deal. Then it goes up. Bastards. To, then it goes up to 18.49. Okay, that's not bad. I uh, swear it was more expensive than that. It may have been. Mm. It may have been. Oh, that's new. It's got lasers in it now. That's new. Lasers. Lasers. Lasers and robots that shoot you. That's new. Yes, I've seen the robots. That's that. That's that's the the new thing they've added in. Oh, it's got um. Uh, it's mm-hmm. got um uh, like dynamic weather in it. So there's um there's a version of weather you can play now. Don't I've not tried this in um the freeform mode. I've only tried it in single player. But there's like a thunderstorm. As you're walking around the heavy thunderstorm, it'll strike round with the ground. It'll set fire to things oh, as it dear. strikes, and because. The alarm will sense when there's a big fire. So if the fire gets too out of hand, it'll set the alarm off. So you have to like sort of be firefighting as you go round. Neat. Keep you on the edge of your seat. Yeah. Now, I will tell you one thing that I did discover. Because I was when I was when I was looking for if it was possible to disable the alarms, I had a quick look online. I found someone that said, how to save the alarms in teardown. Thinking is how you do it in-game. But no, it is, it is. if you struggle with it and want a little bit more time in alarm, you can, there's literally, there's, if you go into your game files in steamapps.com, there's a file called heist.lua. And if you open that notepad, there's a variable called alarm timer. And you can change it to whatever you want. And so if you, if you are struggling to, in general, if you have like those struggles and just wants a bit more time to alarm, you can go in there and change it and add a little bit more time if you want to. Okay. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, really fun game. Um, I, just, I, just, I, I was not expecting to have as much fun with it as I did. They're planning on adding in uh, mod support from what I've heard. Oh, cool. That'd be cool. Uh, so for, from what I understand, the game is now pretty much the done. Yeah, they've released uh, the whole the campaign now. Is, the next part is mod support, and then it's just open to the community to do mm. what they want. So, um, I say part two of the campaign, which is the rest of the campaign, got released on Thursday. Because I was a bit shocked. I played. I knew part two was coming out, and then I was playing it Thursday. Finished sort of like first part campaign, and it's like. Oh, part two. Now that's gone to part two. So, oh, it must have unlocked today. There we go. I'm not going to complain about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's now fully released. Um, it's now on version 0.9. So it's nearly there. I think it'd be really, I, I think it'd be, you'd, you need a, a pretty decent machine to, so much to run it, but I think it'd be hilarious in multiplayer. If you could have sure. you and a couple of mates go around completing heists together or, some sort of death match where you're like, you're, as you go around, the sort of map explodes and is destroyed as you go around, sort of red faction-y esque. Yeah, and you can like sort of cut your way through things. That would be fun. I mean, I am. I'm. I. I must admit, I am quite surprised actually that you're saying that your machine can run it at. It, that's a, I mean, if it, like I say, I didn't have the time, so I don't know what the actual framework was. It felt okay though. It might not be. It just might be the way it was done. It felt okay. So I was going to so say, some um, stuff I know a to- chap. I know a chap with a PC that would completely destroy both yours and mine put together. Mine is considerably more powerful than yours. Mm. Um, his machine gets crippled. Really? 
I've heard this. You game. see, I've heard a lot of people say that their machines get crippled by it, but I was like, apart from when, I said, apart from when you literally just explode an awful lot of things, I can't say I had any real bad situation. I mean, I said, I did get to slow down. But, but I, said, I mean, though, with that said, though, you were streaming Cyberpunk at like sub 15 frames a second, and that was fine for you. Well, it was fine on my machine, it wasn't running that slow. It was fucking terrible when I was watching your stream. Really? That was a slideshow. Really? You could see it, and your, your, yeah, your Steam count was terrible. Your, you had a, a frame rate count in the top corner, it was terrible. That's, it was not running that slow when I was playing it. I'm, I'm telling you, mate, that was terrible. It was not, it was, it was, it was not pushing 60, but it was definitely in the 50s when I was playing it. No fucking Yeah, way. honest to God. I'm, I'm not kidding you. Yeah, it's, I'm not kidding you, because I, when I, when I've had run times and checked it, it's not that low. It must be the stream. Must be the coding going through so slow. No, I'm saying that like you you had a you had a frame rate counter up. Oh, that's wrong. I'm sorry, that was wrong. It was not. It was not running at 15 frames per second. No way. That was that was terrible. No way. Was that uh, looked? No, there was no, no way your machine was capable of of playing and streaming at that. Frame no, rate. oh, I, I I've seen I, that. I I will I will say the machine was poorly strong to stream it, but playing it, it was not that low. I 100 guarantee you, it was not that low. 100. Mm. I promise you, because I wouldn't. I, face face, it would be a nightmare to play. It was not going that slowly. I mean, Cyberpunk is designed to be played at thirty, so it was not running that. On, honest to God, it was not running that slowly. One hundred percent, honest to God. I don't care what that count. That count is wrong. One percent. So I it, mean, must, it must be I'm, the stream. I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised the stream was encoding at a lower, a terrible frame. I'm not surprised about it at all. But pl- the actual playing of it on my end was fine, mm. absolutely fine. It was not that slow. I will say though, you are less sensitive to um, frame yeah, rate not 15 frames per second. I will notice 15 frames per second. I will. I'm sorry, I would. So it was not that low. Honestly, God, 50 frames per second. Yeah, probably. I, 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 I'm actually, I'll be honest with you. I'm actually quite surprised that your machine could even run it at 50 frames a second. It was, it was, uh, it was must have been running around about that. I mean, I know when I've had when I had um, no stream going on, no recording going on, just an overlay counter on it. That was put. That was hitting. I was hitting around about the 60 mark. Mm-hmm. Honest, honestly, when you put yes, when you start streaming, it dropped a little bit, but didn't get down that low. The stream, I can understand being terrible. I can understand that being terrible on the output, but the actual, from my point of view, it was not that low. Mm. Guaranteed. So, but yeah, Teardown, great fun. Recommend it. Sure. Give it a go. So, and there'll be a sync Christmas sale beyond, is, is, on, is, on, is now about, so I'm sure it'll go down in price. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Cool. Well, that's it for me, for everything for, the, for me. That's it. That's it. Well, thank you very much for joining us on our penultimate podcast. <laughs> uh, that was quick. Well, we we did so good to a mere quickish one. Uh, you can join us on our next podcast that will be on YouTube um, going up on the 18th, Saturday the 18th of December. That will be our Christmas special where we will also announce our game of the year. Um, you can join us on that. Um, We've, we do, we'll be doing a, we will be doing a stream on Tuesday, the game stream, uh, which we're doing a sort of, a little finishing off of what the game we've already started. Um, 
which you can catch us on, and we'll, but that'll be being released in episodes over the course of Christmas because we'll be taking a little wee break from streaming. Well, I'll be taking a break from streaming anyway. I'm sure Scars won't. Um, over Christmas, we a wee break for games night anyway, and we'll be signing that back up in the new year. So, um, thank you for joining us. Oh, and you can also, if you look out on probably Monday or Wednesday, um, me and Middlemeister are meeting up. We're doing a post Doctor Who season 13 discussion. And that'll be brought, that'll be released on YouTube around the Tuesday, or Monday or Wednesday, depending on how quickly sure. I get it edited. So, thank you for watching. Up in the Suffolk Graham. Check Ram out at twitch.tv forward slash the Suffolk Ram. That's the one, yes. And check Scaz um, out at twitch.tv slash Scazies. SK4ZZI0US. Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> that took me a whole year. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> um, so, thank you for watching, guys. We'll see you all, well, at some point. Yeah. See you, see you later. <laughs> Bye.